And so inner child work is such a beautiful opportunity to start reparenting the child version of you, to start treating yourself with so much more compassion and love. Because now we are adults. Now we can choose to write a new story, to have new beliefs, to do things a different way. Welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Welcome to a brand new year. It's funny to be saying that, by the way, because as I'm recording this, it is December 20th, 2022. So I'm speaking to you from the past, but by the time this episode goes live, it will be January 3rd of 2023, which is crazy. So exciting. Um, you know, the new year always feels like a fresh start, but as we all know, there can be so much pressure with it. And so I just want to remind you that you can come into the new year in whatever way feels good to you slowly, restfully, just take your time, like do what feels right. You know what I mean? I just, I feel like we have so much dang pressure on ourselves all the time and and there's all of this narrative out there, like, you got to do better, you got to be better, you got to set your goals, you got to do all this. And, and like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of goal setting to an extent. I'm a huge fan, obviously, of like, going after your dreams and, and creating the reality that you desire. But sometimes I feel like there's just this like, sticky pressure that's associated with it, where it doesn't feel good, where it feels like there's just a lot of urgency I'm just like so over urgency. I'm so over feeling like everything is a rush and everything is an emergency. And oh my God, I got to do this right away. I'm like, just not the vibe. So wherever you're at, however you're feeling, I see you. And where you're at is perfect. Trust the way you feel. Trust the season that you're in. Like, oh, so much goodness is to come. And I just really want to encourage you to take the pressure off yourself if you feel any of that, because this is a reminder I always need for myself too. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what to do when you feel like you're not good enough, what to do when you feel insecure, when you are just feeling like just not good enough, like you're second guessing yourself, you're not feeling confident, you're just feeling like blah. Like, how do we deal with that? What does that look like? We're going to be diving into all of that today. So feeling not good enough, feeling insecure, this is something I've experienced deeply. It's followed me around for the majority of my life. 
can honestly say that this feeling started for me like as a kid in elementary school when I think back to like painful experiences that I had as a child most of them took place in school where I just was feeling like not good enough compared to the other girls. I, I often compared myself to other girls, right? Like I I remember when I was a kid feeling like I was just like tall and awkward and not pretty and too shy. I didn't know the right things to say. I just I just felt like I didn't quite fit in. And I had friends and like whatever, like on paper it looked good, it looked fine, but I just remember inside always feeling like so insecure and like I just didn't quite know what to do and I didn't feel confident in my skin. I remember as a teenager, I started to suffer from acne and I would have really bad breakouts and I would try to cover it up with lots of makeup and I would try to buy all the coolest clothes and and do all of the things to fit in. But inside, I just felt like wildly insecure. I felt so uncomfortable in my skin. I didn't I didn't like who I was. I was highly sensitive. I was shy. I was tall. I was dealing with acne. Like, I just didn't feel good about myself. I can still feel that feeling like so intimately inside. Like, I just remember it so well. And it's interesting because the experiences we have as children, as teenagers, it carries with us as adults. Like, we may grow up and become adults. But that doesn't mean we just like grow out of these experiences and feelings that we had. So it's like as I got into my 20s, I started to feel less awkward. Like I stopped, you know, I eventually stopped growing and didn't feel like I was super tall. Um, I cleared up my skin. I got braces. Like I did all of these things. And so externally on the outside, you would see me and be like, oh, she's she's probably pretty confident. Like, eh, that's probably okay for her. But inside, I just felt so insecure still because inside I always felt like that awkward, shy, too sensitive girl. And so I had to do so much work in inside internally to get myself to a place where I could actually feel good in my skin. So you may or may not be familiar with my sensitive and soulful self-worth program. If you're not, it is one of my signature programs for highly sensitive people. And this is a self-paced program that you literally dive into healing your self-worth. So it's like identifying the root causes of why you feel insecure, where this stemmed from, and you do the work to move through that, to start to just embody and embrace who you are as a highly sensitive person without shame, without feeling ashamed of it, without feeling like you need to change yourself. Like that is the whole premise of that program. And almost a hundred people have moved through that program now, which is amazing. And so many people tell me like how impactful it has been for them. So if you're interested in that, by the way, you can always access that at any time. Um, You can just go to the link in the show notes and you'll find all the information and you can enroll if it feels good. But anyway, I was really like led to this type of self-worth healing and working on my self-confidence because my lack of self-confidence, my insecurity was literally wreaking havoc on my life. More often than not, I just felt bad about myself. I was always comparing myself to others. So let's say we're going, I was going to a party or something like that. 
I would spend so much time getting ready and needing every single thing to be perfect because I was always comparing myself to other people there. And I felt like if I didn't have the right outfit, if I didn't feel pretty enough, then I was just going to feel super insecure and be comparing myself the entire time. Like that was just my experience. Or when I had to make a decision, I was literally asking everyone for advice. Should I do this? Should I do this? Like I never trusted myself. I never knew how to listen to my gut and And so I was just always looking to others for the answers. And in my relationship with my now husband, like I used to be so insecure. I had such an anxious attachment that anytime he seemed like short with me or, you know, didn't text me back fast enough, I would immediately spiral and think, oh my gosh, like he doesn't love me anymore. He's going to leave me. He's going to find out that he can get someone so much better than me. It was incessant. It was constantly like, affecting my life in so many terrible ways. I just didn't feel good. I was constantly anxious. And so, I mean, I just didn't want to feel this way anymore. And it really all came to a head for me when my husband literally called me out on it. (laughs) So I think it was my husband and I, at the time we had been dating for maybe a year. And one day he just called me out and he was like, Alyssa, you have so much to offer and you literally don't see any of it. He's like, you don't even realize how powerful you could be if you just saw how amazing you are. You really need to work on your self-confidence. And I remember being triggered at the time because I was like, who are you to tell me this? Um, But it was such such a needed tough love moment because I was sick of feeling small and second guessing myself all the time. I was tired of walking into a room and just, you know, assuming that everyone knew better than me and just feeling small and like I didn't belong there. Like I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to be the person who could enter the room and, and feel confident and feel like I belonged there. I wanted to be that person. I just didn't know how to do it. So this was what really catapulted me onto healing myself forth and looking at what was beneath the surface for me. And so a lot of it was those experiences that I had as a kid of just feeling like I didn't quite fit in. Um, It had a lot to do with being highly sensitive because as highly sensitive people, we often just feel misunderstood and like inherently wrong for who we are because we live in a world that does not necessarily value sensitivity. And so many of us just... Um, absorbed the belief that oh, being sensitive is a bad thing, being a deep feeler, being emotional, like these are not good things. We don't want to be this way. And so no wonder so many of us lack confidence because we grew up in a world that's telling us, hey, your sensitivity is not good. It's not desirable. It's not a cool way to be. Like it's a way cooler to not care. And so in starting to do all of this inner work, I just realized how much of an issue this was for me and how much I needed to heal. So I did inner child work. I did shadow work to really start to embrace the quote unquote less desirable things about me. So things like uh, feeling like I was dramatic and too much, feeling like I wasn't smart enough, all of these things, all of these things that were pervasive issues growing up, I started to just unearth them as an adult and see, I started to see how all of these things were really impacting me. So it was a multiple year journey working through healing my self-worth and getting to a place of feeling so much more confident in my skin. 
And what I want to share with you today is if you're having moments of feeling like you're not good enough and you're, you're just second guessing yourself a lot, you're feeling like you're feeling like your confidence is on shaky ground. Basically, you can only feel good if things are going well, but at the moment you mess up, you're hard on yourself. If you're feeling that way, number one, I mean, my self-worth program is literally the best way to deep dive into all of that. There is a very good reason I talk about it so often, and it's because it's powerful, because it's really, really important foundational work. Um, But I have a few other things that I'd love to share with you that will help you if you're not quite ready or you're not sure if you're ready to hit the (laughs) hit the go button on that program. Um, One thing that's been insanely, insanely helpful for me in feeling more confident and working through those moments when I don't feel good enough is emotional freedom technique EFT tapping. So this is a self-regulation tool that allows you to release stuck emotions and regulate your nervous system. So if you want to try this out for free, I have a link in the show notes, which will give you my free EFT tapping video for not feeling good enough. So this is one of my favorite techniques because it's once you do it, you feel a shift immediately after. It's amazing. So literally, you're just tapping on different acupressure points on your body while saying different phrases, and it literally allows these thoughts and feelings to come through to the surface, and then you can release them. Sometimes while you're doing EFT tapping, you'll yawn or you'll laugh or you'll feel emotions come up, like you'll cry. All of these are actually ways that you are releasing this from your body. I seriously do EFT tapping almost every freaking day. <laughs> There's like it's just so helpful and I just love feeling that shift. And so that's why I wanted to offer this free EFT tapping video if you're new to it, if you're not familiar or or maybe if you are because this video is perfect for those moments when you're feeling like, "Oh my gosh, I just feel like I'm not good enough." That that thought, that belief is old. It's always going to be related to something old that's happened to you in the past. And we still are like replaying these old beliefs and these old patterns because a lot of times we just have not actually released them from our system, from our body. And so that is my number one recommendation, like give that a shot. Let me know how it works for you. Send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email. Like I want to know. But another thing that I love to do is really viewing myself as a child. So inner child work is amazing. It's so powerful. We dive deep into this in the self-worth program. But just to give you kind of like a quick overview that something that you can try today in your life that you might find helpful is when you're being hard on yourself for something I want you to imagine, like zoom out and imagine yourself as a child. And you're like looking down at yourself as a child. How would you speak to yourself? How would you speak to that child version of you? Right? So often we make a mistake or we compare ourselves to somebody and we're so mean to ourselves. Like, oh my God, why would you do that? Why would you say that? Oh my gosh, you are, she's so much better than you. She's so much prettier than you, blah, blah, blah. Like we can be so hard on ourselves. And when we are speaking to that inner child, the child version of us, like we wouldn't talk to the child version of us like that. We wouldn't be so harsh. We wouldn't be so mean and cruel and judgmental. And so that practice has done wonders for me. You know what I've learned, which is very interesting, is a lot of times what we say to ourselves, the inner critic, isn't actually our voice. It's the words of people 
who we grew up with. The things that we say to ourselves were things that were ingrained in us. Like, how could you be so stupid? Or why can't you be as smart as your brother? Or why do you have to be so difficult? Why do you have to be so dramatic? Like a lot of times we have those thoughts, but they aren't, they didn't actually originate from us. And so inner child work is such a beautiful opportunity to start reparenting the child version of you, to start treating yourself with so much more compassion and love. Because now we are adults. Now we can choose to write a new story, to have new beliefs, to do things a different way. And so I've just found it so impactful to start viewing myself from the outside. When I'm when I'm feeling hard on myself and when I'm giving myself, you know, a lot of grief for messing up or or just not getting it right, just being off. I really soften when I think of little Alyssa and I just think of her doing her best. She's trying, right? Like we're just trying our best. Have some compassion with yourself. So those are two practices that are so, so helpful that I literally turn to every single day. It's And it's become second nature for me at this point because it's become such a daily practice. It's like, it's what I turn to. And I don't get it right every single time, but it is what I turn to as often as I can. And it helps so much. So I want to offer this to you because I know that we have a tendency to be so hard on ourselves. I think so many of us as HSPs can be especially hypercritical because a lot of times we do deal with a lot of anxiety and stress more than other people. And there's a myriad of reasons for this, but a major one is that we do have nervous systems that get dysregulated more easily. And so when we've had events in our lives that were traumatic to us, like it sticks with us and it impacts us. And that doesn't mean that we have to let it stay there. Once we start to notice the things that trigger us and that are coming to the surface, it's an opportunity to heal it. It's an opportunity to do things a different way. That's where the EFT tapping comes in and the inner child work and honestly, the entire self-worth program, if you really want to be guided through the entire process. Like It's all there for you. And I can tell you, like, doing this work is life-changing. Because don't get me wrong, I don't have perfect days every day at all. I still have plenty of moments where I'm hard on myself. But I'm able to shift out of it so much faster. And I'm able to return to a place of compassion for myself so much easier and so much more naturally as a result of this inner work. It changes things forever for you. It changes things forever for you. And I want that for you. I want that as a baseline, as a foundation for every single one of us, because you are miraculous. You are amazing. You're a gift. And I just want you to see that. So I hope you found this episode so helpful, so supportive. I see you. I love you. You're doing great. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. This next year is going to be such a good one. And I cannot wait to continue supporting you along the way. So I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.